small business owners have a big journey ahead. We're here to make that road a little easier with effective tips on everything from sales and marketing to succession. This is the Legacy Academy. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. We want to welcome you to the Legacy Academy. I'm your host, Justin Grice, the COO of LCO Law and the co-founder of RealPro Coaching. And with me, as always, my wife, attorney Natalia Ouellette Grice, the owner of LCO Law and co-founder of RealPro Coaching. Now, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about a skill that you as a business owner need to learn how to do, and that skill is delegation. You may think that uh, delegation, how is that a skill? But I'm telling you that just like anything, it's more than just telling what people what to do. It's it's much more complex than that. And so, Natalia, can you dig a little deeper into why delegation is not just assigning a task to somebody? Absolutely. So um, one of the common themes in business owners and kind of like the anxieties and fears is the idea of having somebody else do something in the business, right? Because when you start a business, you started out as a, as a technician. You know all about like the product or service that you're creating. And it takes a certain level of trust in other individuals in um, allowing them to help you get the business moving forward. So it's got a lot to do with trust. Also, it's got to do with competence, right? It's training, it's tools to get your team members to do the assignments that you've asked them to do. It's training them to understand how each of the assignments fits into the company, the, the company goals for the week, for the month, for the quarter, for the year. Um, and it's also understanding how to hold people accountable to the job and how to hold yourself accountable in the role of manager of people in your team. Excellent. Yeah. Um, delegating tasks is, I, I can't stress how important it is, but don't take it as just, hey, I'm going to tell this guy what to do. Where's the follow-up? Where's the accountability? Mm -hmm. How do you ensure it's done? Is there a review process, you know? Yep. And so what are some of the main benefits of uh, effectively delegating? Well, uh, I'm going to talk about four benefits. The first one is absolutely time, right? Time is the one limited resource. Uh, we do not get to buy more time in our lives. Yes, definitely non-renewable. <laughs> right, exactly. But the one way that you can get around it as a business owner is that you hire other people to do things for you so that you have time now, right, of that exact same limited amount of time that you have every week, those 168 hours. Now you have the time to do the things that are going to produce a higher return on investment in your business and in your personal life too, right? Because as a business owner, you cannot allow your business to consume your life uh, to the detriment of your personal life. Um, number two benefit, I'd say it's, it allows you to separate yourself from being the business, right? right. If you want to grow um, revenues, if you want to grow in terms of reputation in the industry, you can't be the only person in the business doing the business. There's just not enough uh, time or resources that you as a human being have. So delegating effectively allows you to no longer be the business. Um, number three, I'd say it allows you to replicate results, right? That means that if somebody comes into your business and you have effectively delegated and implemented systems to delegate, right? This is what this role entails. This is how we hold you accountable for the role. This is what it takes. These are the tools that you need. If somebody departs uh, from your business, 
and you need to bring somebody in, you no longer are going to be suffering that brain drain of intense retraining, intense trying to rework the whole thing, retrying to figure things out. And number four, right, when you delegate effectively, you are going to have a much higher retention rate for those people that you bring into the company because they are going to understand exactly what is expected of them, what makes them successful at their uh, roles. And, And ultimately, that is a lot more incentivizing to people than just money. <clears throat> All right, so there are some small business owners that have one. Maybe they're the only person. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe there's two people, and you can't delegate everything. Um, so, is delegation always just to be for employees of the business, or can you do some outsourcing? You know, outside contractors. Um, I think that it's important to see the value in having outside contractors for certain things, right? And and you have to consider two factors when you are deciding. Do you delegate out to contractors or do you delegate out to an employee? So these are the two things that I consider really important. Number one, what is more efficient? Efficient in terms of time, how quickly that uh, person, either contractor or employee, can get it done. And efficient in terms of money, right? The cost of the business because you as a business owner have a responsibility to your company to make a profit. So you always have to be conscious of that aspect. Mm -hmm. And then number two, also consider what's more effective, right? Effective means um, the uh, the result that it's going to cause for your client, the result that it's going to have in terms of the impact to your business reputation and client satisfaction, right? Yeah. Um, to the degree that an independent contractor working for you, right? How much training and supervision do you have over them and the impact it's going to have on that potential client community versus having a um, an employee that you have a lot more control over, that you have a lot more training ability over, you do have to take those two factors into account. That also impacts profitability of the business. Absolutely. So it's efficiency and effectiveness. Yeah, uh, and if you pick one, if you pick like, okay, I'm gonna send this to an outsource, you know, mm-hmm. to, to, an out, uh, to another business to help me do, you know. Mm-hmm. You don't have to stick with it. You can test. You can be right. like, man, um, I'm going to try this guy out, see if he works, or I'm going to see if my employee can handle this. And if they can't, then you can think about outsourcing. So it, it, you're not stuck with the single decision that you've made. Yeah, as a business owner, I mean, you are constantly testing things for improvement, right? Mm-hmm. What works, what works better here, what works better there. Uh, but certainly consider both of those factors in determining who are you going to delegate this specific task to. Excellent. Um, so I know that you and I have talked about this, you know, d- during meetings and stuff, but how much does delegation have to do with the mindset of the business owner? <laughs> oh, uh, quite, quite a bit, right? We, uh, I mean, mindset is just kind of like the perspective that you take in, in doing or not doing something, the emotions involved with it, the, um, backstory that you bring into a particular task when it comes to delegation right a lot of it has to do with trust Mm -hmm. many people open up a business because they think they can do it better they didn't appreciate certain experiences that they had with management and their prior company and the industry that they've brought on maybe they weren't happy with the way that uh, tasks were assigned or the employees involved and so a lot of it has to do with trust and relationships right so um your mindset has to be open to 
allowing and growing that aspect of trust. And trust is something that you work on, right? It's an exercise. It's not something that you're born with. It's it's literally something that you always have to work on. Um, but you do have to go beyond just mindset, right? You have to go examine and become aware of what your mindset is. Work on changing those mindset habits and actually then take action of delegation. You have to jump in, right? Yeah. You can't learn to swim by practicing paddling in dry land. <laughs> you have to jump in. Yeah, um, and, and it's interesting how, how you speak about trust because you, you have kind of a superficial um, thought process around that only because um, when, you're, when you're dealing with your employees, I don't know how much... You, you consciously think about, oh, do I trust this guy to handle this? You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. it's it seems like when we're when we're delegating tasks, we just we have this automatic. We, you know, we have a great team that we work with, and it, it's it's fairly automatic for us. But if you haven't had the experience of delegating, if you're new to the business or something, you do have to just try it out. It's not always going to work out 100. percent But as you said, you have to take the action. Right. And, and the, the way that you allow people to uh, strengthen those trust bonds with you, right, your team or your vendors or contractors, is by giving them the opportunity to show you that they can be trusted, yeah. right? Because yep. if you don't, it just won't happen. And frankly, if you want to grow your business, you have to do it. You have yeah. to delegate. Yeah, it's a jump in the pool. Yep. Um, are there any ways that technology can be used in delegation? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, living in the <laughs> 21st century can absolutely take advantage of certain technological systems that can help you, right? Anything that can be automated, automate. Anything mm-hmm. uh, that can assist in accountability with technology, please use, right? So even something as simple as a calendar can be used to assist with accountability for your sure. team. Um Automation of tasks, right? Like, for example, law firms, they have different practice management things. Now, obviously, some law firm owners prefer some over others. But the idea is to have something that assists in reminding like uh, of uh, schedules, reminding of the priority of steps. So technology can use uh, can be very, very useful in delegation. And something as simple as a worksheet with click buttons, you may not think of that as like advanced technology, but that is technology, right? Technology is whatever uh, tools are available um, to delegate tasks and to delegate priorities. Yeah, I, I know that uh, we use uh, email automation, mm-hmm. you know, and that's huge. You. If you have, you know, an offer that you want to send to your customers, you're not going to sit there on Outlook and put, you know, Joe Smith at gmail.com and Smith at gmail.com. You know, you're taking advantage of those lists and those software programs. Yeah. It it saves the the number one unrenewable resource. Time. time. Mm -hmm. Um, How should a business owner start the delegation process? So if you have uh, no team currently, or you do have a team member, but you're not perhaps using them as effectively as you could, your delegation process should start by, take a week, call it the tester week, okay, where you're writing down everything that you do, Mm. right? You don't have to highly describe the task, but as, as you do a task, write down in a sheet of notebook paper next to you, 
like this is the task that I'm doing. And when you have a week's worth, you can kind of identify all of those tasks that maybe are not necessarily things that you should be doing, right? Yeah, time suckers. So, right, exactly. And then, so step two would be determine the cost for doing that task, right? So if it's answering the phone, okay, well, this is something that could be done by a receptionist. So what's the cost per hour for doing each of those particular roles that you've been spending the past week on? And then uh, finally, you know, delegate those low ROI um, activities, right? One thing is you spending an hour having a sales conversation with a client. That's generally a very high return on investment. Mm -hmm. But answering those phone calls or opening those uh, envelopes and paying bills, right, that's going to be a much lower ROI task. So that's going to help you identify where you should begin the delegation process. Right. So what you're saying is list out all the things you do and figure out which ones aren't the best use of your time. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. So what are some typical tasks for a business owner to delegate? Like for a small business who's starting out, you know, those mundane things. Uh, bookkeeping, bill pay, anything secretarial, like I said. So like opening mail, scanning mail, um, answering phone calls, right? Reception kind of work. I'm not talking about scheduled sales calls or sales meetings with clients. I'm talking about like the intake type of sure, phone call. Sure. Those should definitely be delegated out Absolutely. Um, how are you going to decide what tasks you need to delegate and which to not? <laughs> so um, as a business owner, and this is going to be a little bit of a painful thing to hear, but you need to fire yourself from a lot of the roles <laughs> that you're performing in your business, right? And so as an owner, what uh, can help you decide what to delegate and what not to? Here it is. Anything in operations can be delegated. Anything, Anything. in operations really? can be delegated. Okay. Yes, okay? The tasks that you should not delegate as an owner involve strategy. Yeah, because ultimately it's your business and your vision. Uh-huh, exactly. So strategic thinking, strategic planning are the things that you shouldn't be delegating as an owner. And operations, it just slowly fire yourself from the lower kind of like hourly rate tasks up up until the higher rate tasks of sales and marketing to a certain degree mm -hmm. um that's that's how it should be so yeah just get ready to fire yourself when you're delegating that's awesome um are there any tasks that you would recommend that people 100 percent should not delegate uh, strategy okay that, can you explain the strategy yeah part a little yeah. bit okay so the strategy is, for example, the development of a business plan, right? So this is, um, here's what the vision and mission and, and values are of my company. I mean, those are in, inherently something that the role of a business owner should be, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and the strategic planning that goes along for each of those factors, right? Like, who am I going to need in my business? So creating your organizational chart of the roles in your business, that is something strategic. Mm -hmm. um, the marketing strategy, right? The identif identifying who the ideal client is and identifying the motivational story behind your ideal client, that is all strategic marketing. Um, strategic sales planning, so coming up with the um scripts the sales scripts and the sales kind of like process the system at least the initial one 
um, so that that can be, you know, coincide with the marketing plan and it all makes sense. And, and whatever marketing says is what's being said also in the sales conversation. That's the strategic aspect of it, right? Absolutely. It sounds like it's a lot to do with branding. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, who your brand is, who you want to speak to, how you want to speak to them should all come from you because this is your business, your vision, your mission. Yes, yes. And and beyond the branding thing is, right, like what is the conversation that should be projected to the public um, in terms of showing who your company is and why your company is a certain way. Um, other strategic tasks, uh, I would think like, okay, so financial, right? Strategic financial planning. Um, you know, when are you going to need a loan for the business to grow a certain area? Uh, strategic planning for location, right? Mm -hmm. Where is your market located? Those are the things that you should not delegate out, or if you're going to delegate them out, delegate them out at the very, very, very end where now your business is big enough that you have a chief marketing officer, a chief financial officer, a chief sales advisor, yeah, chief sure. marketing, you know, all those things, right? So that's where I'd say that shouldn't be delegated. Excellent, excellent. Um, finally, you know, our final thought for today is what are three things that they can start to do today, any business owner, to start getting things off their plate so they have time to work in that zone of genius, you know, and those strategic marketing, strategic, you know, sales. What are three things they can do? I would say, number one, it, I mean, everyone in their mm -hmm. business has something that they don't like to do. Identify what it is that you don't like to do. Be honest with yourself, right? No one's going to judge you about this. It's okay not to like every aspect of running a business. It's a reality. And pick two things. Pick two of those things that you don't like to do, and you're going to create a, a job description for, for those two things, right? Um, number two, find the service providers to do it for you. It can be contracted out. Mm -hmm. Or it can be somebody that you're going to hire as the employee to do those things that you do not want to do. And finally, take the plunge. Hire those service providers to take that off your plate. Yeah. You got to just take action. Mm -hmm. Thinking about it, you know, wasting that time, doing those menial tasks that you really have no business doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's only going to, you know, stall your growth, stall your uh, revenues. Yeah, and I mean, it takes away from your time as a business owner in learning how to get better at the strategic aspect of your business, right? Because you need the time to learn that as well yeah. and to implement it. So identify what you don't like to do, find the service providers that can do it for you and hire them. Thank you so much for listening. And if you like what you heard, please subscribe to our podcast on your favorite application and tune in every Thursday where we'll bring you more tips on how you can improve your small business. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The Legacy Academy FL.
Thank you so much for listening. And if you like what you heard, please subscribe to our podcast on your favorite application and tune in every Thursday where we'll bring you more tips on how you can improve your small business. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the Legacy Academy FL.